once again to EWTN's Bookmark. I'm Doug Keck, your host. Our guest authors, Gregor Gorny and Janos Rosinkan. And their book is Mary, Mother of God, in Search of the Woman Who Changed History. Absolutely. Ignatius Press published this book, and it's available naturally through our EWTN Religious Catalog. EWTNRC.com for all things Catholic. It's great to see both of you again. I think this is about the... The fourth time that we've talked about books on the program, uh, the third time in person, the last time we we did it remotely uh, during the pandemic as best we could. Uh, so whose idea was it, Janos, to put together this book on Mary, Mother of God? That uh, was our both idea because we published before nine books few of them like uh, Guadalupe's Secrets, uh, Fatima, that was a book connected with Mary. Mm -hmm. So one day we decided we have to look for more facts from the earth's life of Mary and try to show Mm -hmm. her life in the book because his name appears only 19 times in New Testament. So all the time she's in the shadow. Mm -hmm. So we want to show her life. uh, And also the last last chapter is about uh, her 2,000 years live in our history. Right. Now you are primarily the photographer, right? And Gregor basically is the writer. Yeah. So is that how you work together? Uh, Do you review any of his writing? Does he review any of your photography? Yeah, we... uh, Um, We work on this uh, book for uh, three years, and we went to many countries, to many places, in the Holy Land, uh, in Turkey, Egypt, uh, France, Italy, and uh, Citra, and we met uh, with many scientists, um, for example, uh, biblical archaeologists, uh, biblical scholars, uh, historians, Mm -hmm. the specialists in the ancient languages uh, and and Citra, Mm -hmm. and I collected the huge documentation, and Janusz took the thousands of uh, pictures. Mm -hmm. And this journey, Um, had for us two dimensions. The first one is the journalistic investigation, and the second one is um, the spiritual experience, deep Mm -hmm. spiritual experience. And our book is uh, the food for mind and food for eyes, I hope. (laughs) So what was the biggest discovery uh, that both of you came upon in researching this book? We visited Nazareth a few times with Grzegorz, but the last time was absolutely amazing. Mm. And the heart of Nazareth, just 500 feet from the Basilica of uh, the Annunciation, is a convent of French sister. In uh, 1800, the sister bought the land and had to pay more than usually Mm -hmm. because according to the verbal local tradition Mm -hmm. in this land that was a grave of the just person. 
Eight years later, uh, a group of sisters moved to the convent, opened a school and a small pilgrim house. And a few years later, there was some problems with water. So the sister asked a local Arab plumber for help. Mm -hmm. And when he was digging, he found a beautiful medieval granite column. Mm -hmm. And sister recalled this information about this uh, grave of the just person and ruins of the church. And that was a time when Nazareth was under a part of uh, Ottoman Empire under Muslim occupation. Right. So sister decided to organize uh, archaeological team in 19th and of 19th century. And uh, during 32 years of excavation, mm -hmm. they found on the high level, just about uh, 10 feet beneath the, his house, his uh, her, uh, convent, mm -hmm the ruins of uh, basilica from 11th century and uh, above uh, ruins of the church from 4th century mm -hmm. and on the lowest level ruins of a house attached to the cave mm -hmm. and the grave similar like jesus's grave mm -hmm. in uh, jerusalem so when we discuss with Professor Kendar from archaeologists from King's College in London, mm -hmm. he told us that it's for sure that this, in this house lived the Holy Family mm -hmm. when they came back from Egypt. I see. And in this grave was Saint <coughs> Joseph. And it was amazing to touch these walls, to just pass uh, through the uh, walls. Uh, it's uh, very interesting because when the Christian, the Christianity was accepted by Emperor Constantine in 313, mm -hmm. Christians started to construct uh, churches in the places uh, above the houses related with Jesus' life, Holy Family, and, right. and uh, similar. And we've got information from notes of Egeria. Uh, the Spanish pilgrims, she visited uh, Holy Land, uh, also Nazareth, in 381 mm -hmm. to 384. And she described the Church of the Nutrition mm -hmm. in Holy Land. So for us, it was um, amazing uh, that the information about this uh, grave of, a, of the just person mm -hmm. in this um, uh, special place mm -hmm. uh, lived uh, from 12th century when Muslims destroyed completely this uh, Crusaders Basilica until 19th century when uh, the French sister Dame de Nazareth uh, bought this land and the verbal information spanned over six centuries. Oh, I see. Uh, for us it's quite difficult to accept uh, 
facts without written information, mm -hmm. based only on the verbal information passed down from generation to right. yeah. 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 So that was that was amazing for us to be in this place, and uh, we uh, we were the second equip. Uh, the sister give permission for really? okay. yeah wow. taking photo. The first one from the National Geographic. So okay. Yeah, very proud. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Um, you also talk about in the book. Uh, you know, you try to piece together, as you mentioned, the oral tradition, and also use some of the uh, sources that are not canonical, like uh, the proto, uh, uh, the Nativity of Mary, the Apocalypse of James, known as the Proto Evangelium of James, as well. Um, how reliable are those in your mind? Uh. It's impossible to write um, the biography of Mary uh, on the basis uh, of the Bible uh, alone. Why? Because uh, Mary's name appears uh, only 19, 19 times in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. So we used uh, the other sources, uh, for example, from the ancient Christian writings, such as um, St. Jerome or the Gospel of James. Mm -hmm. And the Gospel of James, uh, so-called uh, the Proto-Evangelium of Jacob, mm -hmm. is the very interesting book. Mm -hmm. uh, the Gospel of James is an apocrypha mm -hmm. that was written uh, in the second uh, century after uh, Christ. An apocrypha is the scripture um, that uh, is not um, the a part of um, biblical canon. Right, this canon, is not right, uh, the right. part of uh, Christian uh, uh, revelation, mm -hmm. but for the first uh, Christians, uh, this scripture was the very serious source of information about life uh, of uh, Mary. Mm -hmm. And we mm, used um, uh, other sources, for example, uh, the um, books of by scientists and uh, our meetings and our conversations mm -hmm. with many um, uh, scientists. But uh, for me, the Protoevangelium of James, uh, written in the second century in Greek, yeah. uh, is um, a very good source. Uh, from this source, we know the names of Mary's parents. Right. Uh, and uh, uh, commemoration of his uh, July 26. Uh, mm -hmm. So also uh, our church mm -hmm. based many times on this kinds of things, source. Right. So it's impossible right. to eliminate right. those sources. Well, do you think it's also true that in the culture we live in with computers and everything and, and that written word, you know, post printing press kind of a thing, we don't realize that for, for most of history, it was an oral history for the vast yeah. majority of material that was passed on. It was passed on verbally mm -hmm. uh, as yes, traditions yes. Through, through particular peoples, yes, right? This oral history is very alive in Egypt today. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, the trip to Egypt um, <laughs> made the biggest impression uh, on me mm -hmm. because in Egypt uh, there was um, the very strong tradition uh, that talks about the stay of the Holy Family in uh, Egypt. Mm -hmm. uh, according to the local old uh, Christian um, tradition, um, they are um, 
more than 20 places where uh, Holy Family stayed in Egypt. Mm -hmm. And these places um, are connected, are um, associated with uh, the caves, uh, the large trees and the um, water sources. Mm -hmm. Because the people in the desert uh, to look for uh, water sources, trees and um, caves. Right. And the biggest uh, holiday in Egypt today is not Eastern, hmm. not uh, Christmas, but the holiday of the arrival of the Holy Family in Egypt mm -hmm. and Copts, Copts right, um, pups, right. uh, Egyptian Christians right. celebrate this um, holiday for two weeks. Okay. And Copts um, develop, uh, very, developed very uh, interesting, particular theologi uh, theological tradition mm -hmm. um, because for us the Egypt is the land of slavery, Egyptian slavery. But for Copts, Egypt is the land of salvation. Mm -hmm. Why? Because um, Jesus Christ was saved when he fled to Egypt. Why? And this is a tradition is very strong uh, alive uh, mm -hmm. in Egypt today. And the faith of uh, Egyptian uh, mm -hmm. Christians is very strong uh, today. And uh, for me, this is the big uh, testimony of faith. Because mm -hmm. in many centuries, uh, Egyptian Christians have been a small island in uh, the Islam and uh, they kept their faith mm -hmm. to this day. Right. Do we have any sense of how long we think the Holy Family actually spent in Egypt? Uh, some few theories, uh, but uh, the minimum few months, maximum uh, three years, three, four years, uh, but we don't know. There are not information about this. Okay. So as far as uh, jumping back a little bit, uh, you know, one of the stories that, uh, you know, people are always interested in was the, the, about Our Lady, uh, Our Lady and the, uh, the Holy Family and Our Lord's birth being either in a, a cave or a stable, or at least a stable maybe that was a cave. Any sense of that? Um, Jesus was born uh, in the cave mm -hmm. and Jesus uh, was born in the stable mm -hmm. because in ancient times um, the caves um, used uh, as a stable, stable right. and uh, in the Holy Land at this time it was uh, normal. Mm -hmm. Right. You also talk about something called the Milk Grotto. What is the Milk Grotto? Oh, it's a very interesting place. There's a large grotto just uh, 600 feet from the Basilica of the Nativity. Mm -hmm. According to an old uh, Christian tradition, the Holy Family spent uh, night in this place. And in this night, an angel told Joseph f to flee to oh, Egypt because uh, King Herod the Great uh, ordered that uh, all male children up to the age of two were be slaughtered. Right. So, Joseph packed all family belongings immediately and wanted to leave right away. But uh, uh, so uh, he woke up uh, Mary and uh, Jesus 
but Mary wanted to feed her son last time before leaving. I see. And uh, few drops of her milk fell on the rocky floor. <coughs> the cavern became bright, hence oh. the mm -hmm. name milk uh, uh, grotto. And uh, this grotto is made of pink, reddish, very soft uh, limestone. Mm -hmm. So pilgrims scrapped the wall, the floor, uh, to keep us relics. Mm -hmm. uh, so try to try to determine the original shape uh, of this grotto is practically impossible because this pro procedure, continuous procedure of scrapping right. started very early. Right. <coughs> the first uh, uh, notes about this, first inf written information about this we've got from 12 and 50, so right. quite uh, old. And uh, right. now this grotto uh, there are many uh, w women, mostly women, uh, expecting for uh, for offspring, asking for uh, offspring for children. So we've met in this grotto both uh, Christian and Muslims. So it's a, now it's a part of Palestina. So we are afraid what's happened now right, during right, the war. With the time of our taping and what, yeah. what's been going on there, so what about the three wise men? We we have lots of theories about we have different theories about who they were and what they were and when they showed up. Your thoughts in researching this book? Yeah, we 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 publish uh, uh, books about three kings. About uh, I visited in Persia the palace where one of the kings lived. <coughs> So it's a very strong uh, tradition, but uh, we don't know mm -hmm. that was three person, 12 person, mm -hmm. is a uh, only uh, tradition. Uh, but this, uh, this astronomic uh, situation really was the, uh, we know that this, uh, kind of astronomic uh, the star of Bethlehem yeah, as we've referred to. That <coughs> was in seven, 7 and 6 BC. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's uh, we are sure that Jesus was born not in year one mm -hmm. because zero the time didn't exist mm -hmm. but in probably Five or seven BC, mm -hmm. because that time uh, this 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 magi or Persian kings uh, mm -hmm. came to to the um, king uh, Herod. As, as a matter of fact, you've got beautiful uh, mosaics in the um, uh, in the church of uh, in the basilica of the nativity in Bethlehem and thanks to this uh, mosaics Persian didn't destroy the basilica right. when he saw the Persian kings in, in original Persian were mm -hmm. okay they stopped to destroy so <laughs> that was like miracle 
So one of the other questions sometimes comes up is, is about Our Lady's later life. We know uh, our Lord hands her over to John effectively from the cross. So where did Our Lady spend her last days? Mm -hmm. This is a very interesting question. This question is connected with the stay of Mary and uh, St. John in Ephesus. Mm -hmm. And this uh, house of Mary and John uh, near Ephesus uh, made the big impression um, uh, on me. Mm -hmm. And uh, according to the old uh, Christian um, tradition of St. John, took Mary with him uh, to Ephesus. Mm -hmm because the persecution um, uh, of Christians uh, began uh, in the Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And um, he went, uh, they went to um, uh, Ephesus mm -hmm. and um, this, um, this history uh, of the um, discovery of this cottage is very interesting. Mm -hmm. This uh, story is connected with uh, Anna Katharina Emmerich, mm -hmm. um, a mystic uh, who lived in Germany in the 19th uh, century. Right. Um, she, um, she was later beatified uh, right. by uh, the Pope uh, John Paul II. Uh, and Anna Katharina Emmerich um, had the mystical visions in which um, she saw the lives of Jesus uh, and uh, Mary. Mm -hmm. And in these mystical visions, uh, she saw also the house where Mary lived uh, uh, with St. John near uh, Ephesus. Mm -hmm. At uh, the end of 19th century, uh, two French priests to decide to go to this place. And their uh, guide mm -hmm. was the description of uh, Anna Katharina Emmerich, and on the basis of this description, mm -hmm. uh, they mm, found uh, this uh, house uh, in this um, uh, place. And, and uh, scientists uh, believed that uh, this house is um, genuine, authentic um, house of uh, Mary and uh, Saint uh, John. Okay. Because, because this house looked exactly like uh, this house from the vision of uh, Anna Katharina Emmerich. Right. This is incredible, incredible, but th this is true. Right. <laughs> so, what about the Holy House of Loretto? Uh, that's a very interesting story. I remember when I, the first time, visited Loretto 30 years ago when I that uh, took a big photos to the book Madonnas of Europe. And I heard this uh, story, this mm -hmm. legend that uh, angels right. uh, bring this house to the Loreto. Mm -hmm. That was for me just legend. But when we visited Loreto with uh, Grzegorz, we've met uh, the uh, engineer, the architect, uh, archaeologist uh, Nani Monelli, Italian, who all his life worked to find the resolution mm -hmm. of this question. And he showed us the very good uh, plans that uh, 
the house from Loreto mm -hmm. has only three walls on the uh, is exactly is if we now go with this house to Nazareth mm -hmm. and glue this house to the grotto is like one house and also they found during the restoration work uh, many coins from the Crusaders' time, and the material used for building this house is from uh, from the Holy Land, mm -hmm. and this method they build this house they use in the first uh, century, century. and they are on the walls they are. Uh, numbers of uh, 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 written in in uh, Roman. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, when the Muslim attack uh, uh, Holy Land, and that was sure that Nazareth will be conquered, uh, the Crusaders decided mm -hmm. to to take all uh, elements of this house. I and see. move to Italy. So they were the angels, effectively. Yeah, but okay. the name of this uh, family was mm. Agnelli, meet angels. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> okay. So, so hence it was the angels. Yeah. One last question, as just before we go. So where did where was Mary assumed from? Where was she when her assumption was she in Ephesus? Was she in Jerusalem? Where was she in your your estimation? Mm. Uh, uh, mm, according to the mm, old Christian tradition, uh, Mary closed uh, her eyes on the Mount uh, Sion. Mm. And now um, the basilica, mm, so-called Dormition, uh, is uh, on this um, place. And later the apostles um, uh, carried uh, Mary's body to the tomb uh, in Kidron uh, mm. Valley. Mm. And uh, historians um, say that um, there was only one moment in the history uh, where when um, all apostles were in Jerusalem. Mm. It was uh, Jerusalem Council. Mm -hmm. And in Kidron Valley, the mayor's body um, was um, um, was in uh, was light in uh, the tomb, and in this uh, place um, uh, took place the assumption. The assumption took That's place okay. in uh, this uh, tomb, and uh, Ma the, the Saint Mary, our Lady, was taken up to heaven with body and soul. Right. Okay. And it's a really interesting story because uh, scientists uh, uh, couldn't find this place over a centuries. Mm -hmm. But uh, situation changed February the second, nineteen seventy-two, mm -hmm. when a violent storm over Jerusalem flooded uh, Marion Shrine in the cave. Mm -hmm. and uh, deposited enormous uh, quantity of mat. So scientists, archaeologists must to clean uh, this cave. Right. And on the end, they discovered a barren chamber, empty, 
from the first century, and it was absolutely clear that they found a original tomb of Virgin Mary. Okay. So from the Christianity is religion of, from? Of, of two empty tombs, well, Jesus's and right. Mary. There's so much here, we just about, you know, scratch the surface, Mary, Mother of God, in search of the woman who changed history. Thanks to both of you. It's always great to see you. you, of course. Uh, Gregor Gorni and Janos Rosikon, and this book is available through our EWTN Religious Catalog. I highly recommend it. A wonderful gift for Christmas or for Easter. And I'm Doug Keck. This has been an EWTN Bookmark program. We'll see you next time. Thanks.